the talking piece, your information, communication, station. John 1, verses 1 through 2. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. This is Jesus Christ. This is the deity of Jesus Christ. This is the good news. Jesus always was God. Jesus always was with God. Jesus was always Yahweh. Jesus has always been King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The Father is Jesus and Jesus is the Father. Hello, TP family. This is the Talking Piece, a.k.a. Myra Braxton coming at you. Can I tell you about the goodness of the Lord? He's blessed me. He's kept me. He's blessed me to move. I will be moving shortly from six years under, let's just say, God bless me in this house that I'm moving from, that I actually rented a room from, and blessing me to go into renting another room in a home where it's truly going to be not a house, but a home. It's going to be lived out with purpose. It's going to be lived out with grace abounding and with love being the modus operandi of the day. Truly, God is good. And in the beginning, God created everything. It was always the word. You know, we have to learn how to abide in the word of Jesus. Learn how to get uncomfortable in your proclivities. Don't let your proclivities, your things that you think are hidden and that goes against Jesus because he is the word. Don't let those proclivities of life get you into all type of sins. I was talking to my sister and it's, it is amazing to me how we let sin go as believers, how we play with Jesus as believers. This is not a game. It says, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. We have to know the deity of Jesus as believers. We have to know his attributes. This is what Jesus was always saying to the Pharisees and the ones who knew the law. The ones who denounced him and said, oh, you're not God. You're not Yahweh. 
How can you be Yahweh? How can you call yourself God? You're nothing but a lowly carpenter. Well, don't we do that? Don't we put Jesus down when we're putting others down? When we're tearing people apart? I know today I had to apologize to my member. I am learning that when you don't have any pride of life, pride of the eyes and pride of the flesh, God can change you for his purpose and his calling. When you are willing to surrender to the power of the Holy Spirit, when you are willing to let the sanctification process of abiding in Jesus Christ daily and letting the Holy Spirit surrendering yourself to the Holy Spirit, surrendering to yourself actively abiding in Jesus Christ. You start to see all good things come to you. You start to see all awesome things that Jesus does that only he can do. That he's always done for you. But your obedience to Jesus setting you apart in his sanctification. It sets you apart for everything else. There's no limit on Jesus. We often limit Jesus and say, oh, I'm just a modern day Job. I suffer so much. You don't suffer anything. We ought to put a praise on Jesus name. Let's do that right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, you are the beginning, the end, the first, the last. Jesus, you are everything. You are holy. You give everything. You see everything. You are omnipotent. You are omniscience. You are omnipresent. You are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. You are all powerful. You are a refuge. You are omniscience. You are all knowing. You are are omnipotent. You are all powerful. You give food and shelter and refuge. You are El Shaddai. You are a faithful God. You are a trustworthy God. Your attributes are endless, limitless, boundless, speechless, priceless. Your attributes are you. You are the I am that I am. And behind in front on the sides and the sides that I can't see in the back underneath everywhere and even sides and ground level that I can't see. You are. You are I am. You are the great I am. You are majestic. You are excellent. I thank you for all the joy, the blessings, everything that you've given me. You continue to give me. I thank you for being in my right mind. 
I thank you for a heart that even though my heart is deceptive, my heart continually is cleansed by the power of your blood through the power of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I thank you. I give you honor. I give you praise, Holy Spirit, for you are my advocate, my teacher, my guider, my disciplinary. As believers, put a praise on Jesus' name. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good forever and ever. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. Do you know who the Lord is? Do you know how to praise him? And it's not something that you have to know how to do. Just do it. Just have an attitude of gratitude and praise. Jesus never, never have asked us to do any hard work. It is not work serving Jesus Christ. It is a pleasure. It's my pleasure to give Jesus my all because in him is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. Praise his name. And Jesus, I want to thank you. And this is a great time for you unbelievers to come to Jesus. It says in Romans 10 and 9, because if you confess, if you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, recognizing his power, authority, and majesty as God and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with a with the heart, a person believes in Christ as Savior, resulting in his justification. That is being made righteous, being freed of the guilt of sin and made acceptable to God. And with the mouth, he acknowledges and confesses his faith openly, resulting in and confirming his salvation. Say right now, all unbelievers who are listening to this podcast, say, dear Jesus, I'm a low down, dirty, skanky sinner. Salvation is free and I'm, I'm in need of you, Lord. Lord, forgive me for all my sins. I hear and I know that you are the Savior. You created me for greatness, for purpose, for your calling. But I'm a sinner and I need a holy Savior. And you are the only holy Savior of this whole entire world that can save me. Father God, please, I am sorry for all my sins. And as I confess my sins to you, Father God, Please forgive me for all my sins. Breathe on me and let the indwelling of the Holy Spirit fall in me right now. Now that you have said that prayer of salvation, you are justified. You are justified. Your justification unto righteousness is through the blood of Jesus who died butt naked on the cross with the five to nine inch nails in his hands, the five to nine inch nails in his feet, the piercing in his side, the bloody crown of thorns on his head, 
whipped and beaten and bled out naked on the cross for you. Now you are a son or daughter of the most high God. Yay, 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 yay. Freedom is yours. You have been sealed in a permanent relationship. Now here comes the glory and the grace that abounds. Now that you're in a permanent relationship, there was a plot twist. But I have to go back. Yay, yay. Angels are rejoicing. Everyone in heaven is rejoicing. Now, 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 the plot twist. Three days, Jesus rose with all power in his hand. Conquering death and life for you. Now you have eternal life. You are now in a fellowship of, of abiding and sanctification. Jesus is holy, holy, holy. Your worship is to Jesus. As you have a continual fellowship. He is the vine. You are the branch. You will get pruned for purpose. He's going to prune off every dead branch in you. And he's going to sanctify you and set you apart. But you must want to give up your pride of life, your pride of the flesh and your pride of the eyes. You must start to let sin stink in your nostrils. Sin is a stench in Jesus' nostrils. And as a believer, as a true believer, you are going to come to hate sin. But you're going to love abiding in Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit who indwells in you, is your sanctification process unto righteousness. He helps you. He's your advocate. He tells you, don't say that. Through the word. That's how you get to know Jesus, through the word. Through the word, through prayer. Cultiv cultivate the purpose of the abiding in the word. Abide in the word. Abide in prayer. Abide in talking with Jesus. Abide in listening with Jesus. Most of all, your obedience is what Jesus stands in attention to. Because your obedience lets Jesus know that you are walking and abiding in his word. Jesus never asks you to be perfect. He asks you to be obedient. If you get it wrong, get, get right back in abiding and unbroken fellowship. Say, Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. Don't worry about the naysayers. Drop people from your life that are not on the same purposeful level of abiding in Jesus Christ. If they're not a believer and they're not walking in the fruits of the spirit and you see that and God, Jesus has brought that to your attention, let them go. Everyone is not here to be your friend. Every one family member 
that you think is close to you. When you are walking, when you are abiding in obedience to Jesus. They are not going to be able all the time to join you on your journey and to join you in your sanctification process of abiding in Jesus. When you are being obedient to Jesus, it sets you apart in his sanctification of holiness. Only Jesus can let you be holy. Only Jesus can continually teach you how to have fellowship. When he says his blood blood keeps on cleansing, it does. Get in get into the books of the word. We you have 66 books. There's no excuse. That should be your modus operandi. That should be your choice of food and drink. You should crave that like you used to crave sleeping around. You should crave that like you used to crave crack. You should crave that like you used to crave drinking. You should crave that like you used to crave your favorite meal. You should crave that like you used to crave binge watching television. There should nothing, 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 nothing can get in the way of your fellowship. Of Jesus sanctifying you and setting you apart. You make the daily choice. No one can make that daily choice but you. You make the daily choice to keep Jesus as Lord. You make the daily choice to abide in his word. You make the daily choice to abide in the power of the Holy Spirit. You make the daily choice to let Jesus' sanctification process set you apart. Jesus is not going to force you to make that daily choice. If you are a believer, it's a no-brainer. If you really gave your life to the Lord or you're already a believer, It's a no-brainer. You're going to have to let your inner enemy of your inner me go. You're going to have to let some folks go. You're going to have to let your idealism of how you feel go. When you are being obedient to Jesus, you cannot live by your feelings. It is not about your comfortability. Sanctification and abiding in Jesus in true fellowship of faith, trust, and obedience to his word because Jesus is the true light and his word is true. It is uncomfortable. And you know why it's uncomfortable? When you are really abiding in Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit and he's setting you apart because of Jesus' deity, because of his death and resurrection. That's why being a believer, being a Christian, being a Christ follower 
is so uncomfortable to you. Especially in particular seasons where God will be pruning you. And growing you in purpose and his calling. You are going to have different seasons of life. You are going to know that Jesus has certain people in your life for a season. And then he prunes them away from you. You will not have a lot of friends on this journey. But the one thing that I do know, the one or two that you do have, the first one needs to be Jesus always. You need to abide in him like you have never abided in him before. Don't turn your head to the left. Don't turn your head to the right. Turn your head to his word to the power of his sanctification and the power of the Holy Spirit. Let him set you apart. Don't get so prideful that you can't say, I'm sorry. Don't get so high and mighty where you think that you've done it all because you have a piece of paper that's going to fade away. And you know what I'm talking about when I say that. You are not an entity unto yourself. You weren't born on an island surrounded by water by yourself. Jesus created us for relationships with individuals. But when you are a believer and you are maturing, you come to know that it is fellowship. That is continual. Your relationships. And your relationship with Jesus is permanent. Your relationship with others. Whether they're blood. Or non-blood related. That's permanent. But your relation, your fellowship is continual. You're not going to be able to have fellowship with everyone. Everyone doesn't believe in Jesus. Everyone doesn't abide and give their life to him. Hell is real. And what I'm telling you on this podcast, and I will tell you until the day the Lord takes my last breath and I open up my eyes in heaven to my Holy Savior, is that you need to make a choice. Every day you're telling God you make a choice if you're living for him. Every day you tell God you make a choice if you're living for Satan. It is not a black and white and multicolored issue with Jesus. It is a Jesus issue. Are you obedient to Jesus or are you obedient to yourself. You cannot have it both ways. Abiding in Jesus is uncomfortable and it should be uncomfortable because when you're uncomfortable, that means you, you 
hate sin and it's a stench in your nostrils and in your eyes and in your mouth and in your heart like it is for Jesus. This was the whole point of Jesus being on being the word and of him having the deity. He is deity. Do you know who you serve? Look up that word. Become a theologian. All of us as believers, as Christ followers, should be theologians of the word. It's not telling you, I don't have that in me to tell you to become a scholar. If Jesus gives you that and he's leading you to go to seminary, or wherever he's leading you in your purpose and calling, then you do that. I am talking about become a theologian of studying and reading and abiding in the word of God so that he can teach you how to have faith in the word. Faith is simply believing Jesus' word and trusting what you believe and being obedient to the word of God. You have faith. You have trust, you have belief, and you abide in obedience as you walk it out every day. Stop doing your own thing. Your own thing is getting your head bumped up against a wall of hell. It is hell living like hell. And sin affects everybody. And nobody as a true believer wants to be around sin. You run away from it. That's why God tells you. That's why Jesus tells you, flee the very appearance of evil. That's why he tells you to be, to reverence him and be obedient only to him. And you know what? I don't care what people say. I have fun serving the Lord. I be so happy. And, and, and not, I say happy, the better word is joyful. I never had so much joy in my entire life. I love it. You better, you, you, you need to love who you serve. And if you ain't serving Jesus, you hating on yourself. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Jesus, the deity of Jesus Christ. This is the talking piece signing off until next time. Mm-hmm.